today we celebrate two beautiful saints living at different times in different places. St. Margaret, who actually grew up in the country of Hungary, and then at some point her father was appointed to a high position in England, and that is where they moved. And then there was a change of circumstances, and she, she basically had to, to flee for her life. And her ship got blown off course and eventually ended up in Scotland. <clears throat> and there are many who say this was very providential. And she ended up actually marrying the king of Scotland. How about that for a fairy tale, huh? <laughs> and one of the things that we know about St. Margaret is that she loved her faith deeply. She was Catholic through and through and absolutely wanted to share that faith and to live that faith in the deepest way that she could. And she really became an outstanding example for the nobility of her time. She had eight children. So those of you who have had children know that you have a patron saint here. You know, there's not a lot of the saints that are moms and dads. You know, the church is kind of a little, little heavy in the saint category with, you know, priests and uh, religious sisters and brothers and, you know, but it's like lay people who were married and had families. Uh, they're not as common. And so it's one of the reasons that I wanted to celebrate St. Margaret today is to, to hold her up as that, that great example for all moms and dads who are, who are raising their kids, who, who really and truly um, need that guidance and, and that grace to know, you know how, how to best do this and how to even, uh, you could say, be able to, to do that in a way that they themselves become an example for others. And that is what St. Margaret set out to do. And she raised all of her children in that Catholic faith. They, they were very devout, and they really and truly came to know and, and to live their faith in a wonderful way. And that is not an easy task. That is a challenge. That is, especially, I think, in our secular culture today, trying to raise your children and keep them Catholic is a huge challenge. And I think St. Margaret becomes a good patron saint for all those parents who have children who have strayed away from their faith, that she becomes you know, a great hope and inspiration that she's going to be praying for your children and She's going to help lead them back to that church that she, she loves so dearly. And she really went out of her way in giving the example of what it means to love your neighbor. And of course, that is central to the theme of the little way, loving God and loving your neighbor, and really doing that, really 
actually embracing that and living that in a, in a radical way so that she, you know, in, in what we read today in the book of the prophet Isaiah, you know, sharing your bread with the hungry and sheltering the oppressed and the homeless and clothing the naked when you see them and not turning your back on your own. You know, she fed 300 people every day, 300 of the poor. She did this. She had helpers, but she herself went out there and served them. And one of the things she would do is she would always wash their feet before the meal, and she would often kiss their feet, and their feet, you know, would have sores and all kinds of things. And yet she tenderly washed them and kissed them. And you're thinking, this is not what you see royalty doing. This is, this is definitely the exception. And she was so great an example to her people that she was just well-loved and respected among her people. They knew that she cared for them and that she truly was, you know, united with them. And that's because she, she took the gospel seriously. And she lived it in all those different ways, you know, as a mother teaching her children, as, as, as a queen going out and, and, and meeting the poor in her kingdom, and, and just in different ways being able to just show what it means to live the gospel, to truly be a Catholic in the best sense of the word. And so from her example, we ourselves, you know, are challenged to how, how far are we willing to go to love, Right? How many times have we been invited in different occasions to, to reach out and we just held back? How many times the Holy Spirit provided us with a chance to, to share that love of Jesus and we, we passed it by because we didn't have time or we couldn't be bothered or we're not really sure about that person or that person repels us or... There could be a lot of different reasons that we give, but it is really to see that St. Margaret, she didn't let any of that get in the way of her love for God and her love for her neighbor. And so she becomes really and truly, you know, in the way she lived out her life, she, she is living that little way once again. You see how she embraced that and, and it showed in everything she did. And that's an amazing example and we don't want to leave out St. Gertrude because she, well, she's German, so I can't leave her out. That is like, and uh, we need as many German saints as we can get. So that's, uh, and St. Gertrude, she is well known. She was probably one of the most recognized and revered saints of the Middle Ages. And she herself had, received, you know, visions uh, from Jesus and wrote about what, what had been more or less inspired to her to write. And she herself has written some marvelous works, absolutely marvelous works. And one of those works is Herald of Divine Love. It's 
like her masterpiece. And I know if you're like me, you have that stack of books that you're going to get to, and you're like, Father, the last thing I need is one more book on that pile. But that's a book to put on your pile because it's, it's one of those rare gems that every Catholic should read at some point in, in, in their lifetime. And she helped to really develop that understanding of the sacred heart of Jesus and that devotion to that, that St. Margaret Mary later would then bring to the whole world. And so really uh, an incredible uh, religious sister who, who just in, in her humble, uh, once again, just her humble setting, you know, she was very, very sickly, um, much like St. Therese, she struggled you know, with sickness all through her childhood into her adulthood and, and could have been, once again, this kind of obscure, lost saint that we would have never known of, except for, once again, she's compelled to write, and, and she writes these absolutely wonderful masterpieces that can be of, of great assistance and help to us in our spiritual life. And so, you know, two great examples, two, two very different women, two very different times, two diff- very different ways of how they are living and sharing that love of God. And so today is, is a reminder to us, you know, wherever we're at, whoever we are, whatever circumstances, place we're, we're, we are, we can share that love of God. And we just have to listen and follow the Holy Spirit and how he's calling us to do that. And he's going to call all, all of us to, to, to different things in different ways of how we're going to show that love. But we respond to that prompting, that guidance of the Holy Spirit, then we will be doing truly that will of God and however it is that we're showing that love. And so today we thank the Lord for giving us these two great role models to inspire us and, and help us in our own lives and to truly... Uh, Lift us up, especially at times when we can be discouraged by sickness, um, when we can be overwhelmed by adversity, uh, different things like that, to see how these, these two saints you know, were able to, to trust God through all of that, and, and by doing that, we're able to accomplish amazing things.